Hello, welcome back to Meraki Unboxed once again. My name's Simon Thompson, host of the show. And uh, I'm coming to you uh, from home once again. We're still in work from home mode at uh, Meraki and at Cisco. And I'm sure many of you will be as well. I hope you're doing okay. Uh, it looks like the news is slowly improving and we're starting to be able to get outside and, and get some fresh air and and really just uh, let our hair down a little bit. I think we all need some of that by now. But uh, it's really great to have you. Thanks very much for joining us once again uh, on the show. And today uh, we're going to be focusing really on some new announcements from Meraki. They're enhancements to products that we've already got out in the marketplace, but they're pretty great enhancements. So we definitely want to talk those through uh, with you and share that information. Before we get to that, I just want to quickly remind you about Meraki Unboxed. I think by now, many of you are familiar with this uh, this speech, but I do it real quickly for you. Uh, we do this every couple of weeks, and uh, we love to get your feedback. We really would like to make sure that we're doing episodes that give you the kind of knowledge you would like, uh, tell you more about what you want to know about Meraki as a company, but also about our products. So if you do have ideas, I would really love to hear from you. Uh, and my favorite way for you to do that is uh, to connect with me directly on Twitter. My handle on Twitter is at Meraki Simon as one word. So please do send some feedback and let me know uh, what you'd like us to cover on the show. would really appreciate it. Okay, so today we've got a special guest, a super special guest actually, because this is somebody who we've had on the show now three times. And uh, so let me bring straight in uh, Mr. Jeevan Patil. Hey, Jeevan. Hey, Simon. Thank you for welcoming me back. Uh, it's a huge, huge uh, pleasure you know, to be back. And uh, while we are in this world of remote work, what's even uh, more fascinating is you know, getting to see everybody's haircuts. It's a shame this is not a video podcast, Simon. Then all of your viewers would be able to see a fascinating haircut. Thanks for calling that out. And I'm very glad that this is uh, just only audio because, yes, I did have a bit of an argument with a lawnmower this week. And I have to say the lawnmower won. Uh, so it's kind of short right now, uh, but it's still the same me. And uh, luckily, nobody gets to see that. So thank you for telling everybody, but they'll just have to imagine it. <laughs> Absolutely. Simon, I'm happy to post a picture on Twitter of you. Oh, you're such a uh -huh. kind man. And and so we, we've had you on, I think, three times now, Jeevan. Um, but the, but what's most exciting of all is that we've been doing this, this podcast now for... Uh, it's really a year, I think. I haven't checked the exact date, but I'm pretty sure it's about a year now. And uh, Jeevan was our very, very first guest on the show on our pilot episode. Can you even remember that one? Absolutely. Um, Simon, for people like me who are introverts, you know, I can tell you it was the most terrifying experience. Uh, Simon just uh, locked me in a room and said, okay, we're going to do a recording of podcast now. <laughs> and it was like, what? Now? Where's the script? Where's the rehearsal? We're not doing anything? Yeah, it's, that I mean, that's the way to do it. Experience. That's the way to do it. I mean, you just put a microphone in front of somebody, hit the record button and just see what happens. That's basically what Meraki Unbox is all about. Uh, and we're doing pretty much the same thing today. Although, to be honest, we have put a bit of thought into this episode. We want to make sure we're covering all the stuff we need to cover. So uh, now uh, you've got no excuse this time, Jeevan. You're a professional at this point. Absolutely. <laughs> By now, I can say I've been in marketing for a while, so I can definitely, you know, tell you stories from every profession that I've been in, in engineering, in product management and product marketing. Yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely lucky to have you back on the show again. And actually, to the point about being a bit of an introvert, I think that's a pretty common trait for a lot of uh, techies out there. And 
uh, I would probably include myself in that one as well. Uh, it's very easy to to do all this stuff uh, at home in front of a microphone, but it's a, it's still a bit strange knowing that uh, potentially a lot of people are out there listening to it. Um, I think to that point, the reason why I mention that is that you know any of you out there who are listening to this, uh, who maybe use Meraki products, uh, we'd love to have you actually on the podcast. I'd love to talk to you on here as well. Uh, and so even if you if you're not sure you could actually do it, I can promise you that if you're just talking about what you know. Uh, very well in your own installations, your own your own uh, businesses and organizations that you're a part of, I'm sure you'll find this a, a piece of cake and we can always practice. So once again, do let me know if you'd like to be on the show. I'd love to have you join us one time. Okay, uh, so what's the topic today then, Jeevan? What are we covering today? So today's topic is going to be uh, troubleshooting made simple. Sounds good. Uh, I, can, I imagine there's going to be a lot we can cover uh, during that one. So um, let's let's uh, set the scene here. We're talking about troubleshooting. This is one of the favorite topics of every network administrator around the world. Uh, so let's let's have a, a, a little bit of a uh, a recap on what we've been announcing on that side uh, in a few moments. Uh, but first of all, I, I know we've actually had a couple of launches that we've we've had uh, recently, and it's very easy for this stuff to get lost. In the noise, um, what are all the things that we've announced uh, in the last sort of couple of weeks that people should be aware of? Yeah, absolutely. So I think we've done a um, few incredible, incredible uh, enhancements, and literally calling it an enhancement is is uh, you know such a shame because these are amazing, huge innovations that we've been introducing. Firstly, it's the um, Meraki health capability that we've introduced. And the second part that we've done is we've you know, significantly enhanced Meraki Insight to add in brand new innovations. Well, those are the, I know those are the topics we're covering today in, the, in this session specifically, but they're not the only things that we've launched uh, in the last couple of weeks, right? So what were those other things? Because we should do some episodes on those as well at some point. Yeah, absolutely. So I think this has been, a, you know, I would say a monster release, to be honest. We've started introducing adaptive policy uh, across wide and wireless. So you can actually do a public beta for all of these. So any of you customers and partners want to actually play with this, uh, you can definitely start playing with this. Um, we've got uh, three brand new access points. Wi-Fi 6 certified access points have actually doubled. You know, So we've got six in total. Mm -hmm. um, one which is external antenna indoor APs, and there's two outdoor APs that are out there. And plus we've done a wide range of uh, new software innovations. You know, think about uh, WPA3, there is, you know, Meraki Health. There's so many new cool toys and things to play with, just incredible. Definitely. And uh, in fact, if, uh, if any of you out there uh, are familiar or, un or sorry, let me start that again. If you are curious about adaptive policy, which Jeevan mentioned there, the very last episode that we put out a couple of weeks ago covers that exact topic and our enhancements on adaptive policy. So if you're interested in learning more about that, and it's it, it gets pretty deep, so we want to make sure that you, you get that one uh, clearly understood. We had a conversation about that one on the last show and so definitely go back and have a look at the archive. You'll find that uh, there. And of course, there's loads more um, podcast material if you want to learn even more about the Meraki family. But today, absolutely, as Jeevan said, we're mostly focused around troubleshooting made simple. 
which is very much uh, core to our efforts at Meraki. We want to try to make the the experience of uh, owning and running a network as quick, quick and easy as we can. Um, but you know, troubleshooting is a an ongoing problem. It's it's just been like this forever. Um, what, what's your perspective on this, Jeevan? Yeah. So Simon, I'm going back nearly 20 years. I'm going to date myself. I was the lead engineer on a particular product, and I was the only guy who could understand debug and troubleshoot a really complicated capability, you know, which used to be about users, VLANs, you know, mapping all of those, the various subnets. Uh, and this was related to connectivity and security. Now think about this. Um, you know, I had the enviable job of doing customer support, you know, for customers that were really, really upset. So imagine a customer that calls you up and says, I cannot connect and, you know, to the network, you know, and these guys are sort of, you know, there's so many people complaining yeah. at me mm -hmm. and I need to go and debug and troubleshoot things. That was incredibly painful. I had to actually uh, patiently ask them, Simon, can you please tell me what's the hardware version you have? What's the software version you have? What is the configuration do you have? Uh, can you walk me through what were you doing? And then can you do a packet capture and try to replicate the issue? Mm -hmm. This was a painful, painful, painful process. I yeah. can say the only uh, satisfying part was when I was able to replicate it and actually solve it, this customer would become a lifelong fan. But it was an incredibly painful experience. Yeah, they're horrible, those things. Um, the, the, the thing, one of the things that I remember also that used to drive me absolutely crazy is when you're in the middle of troubleshooting a particularly complicated problem and uh, the the senior management would inevitably want you to provide them with an update on what's going on every couple of hours. Right. And, and you know, if it's a big problem, it can take many hours to fix uh, on a big campus network. Uh, and, and that was just so, so infuriating. So th that was a very painful experience. I remember going through some of that stuff. Um, so what, so how did that experience change for you um, when you sort of discovered the Meraki way of doing things? Yeah, I can, I can still remember the first time that I got on a customer call with, uh, you know, as a part of Meraki product management. And this pretty much blew me away. You know, I, when I got on a call with this customer, you know, it's like I had a crystal ball. The customer says, you know, I was asking the customer, where would you place these access points that we're going to ship to you? You know, these are the beta units. I'm going to ship those to you. Where would you place them? And the customer said, uh, sure, let me just open my dashboard and show this to you. And basically they would just say, okay, go to this place. Do you see the library uh, out here? This is the library. I'm gonna place the access point right here. And it's like, I could see what the customer is doing in real time. Mm. And basically I could see the whole connectivity, the complete network view while sitting at the headquarters with the engineer and just blew my mind. Yeah. This, is, this is a new way of doing things. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's not just you and me who've had these kind of experiences, right? We, we went out and dug a couple of, uh, a couple of data points up. Um, maybe take us through those. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I was familiar with this as my job as a product manager, as an engineer. But then when I looked at statistics, it's like an IT administrator spends 43% of their time troubleshooting. Like this is almost half your time is spent troubleshooting. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous, right? I mean, 
any time you run into an issue, typically people would blame Wi-Fi for it. Very and true. most of the time, though, it's it's not the Wi-Fi. Right. Yeah, and 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 I think the other the other very interesting thing we always hear is that, uh, and I'm sure many of you will have heard this out there as well, that that the majority of IT outages are are caused by human error. This is another sort of really interesting statistic. Uh, And it just goes to show that if something is too complicated, then there's always that greater risk uh, that you're going to be fixing the wrong problem or you're going to be, um, you're going to be just, just uh, struggling to, to really uh, get the, get the configuration right without having an impact somewhere else in your network. And again, that's a particular issue on some of those bigger campus networks. Yeah, and and prior to being Meraki Simon, the Simon that we all know and love, you know, uh, in marketing, you know, you were an engineer yourself, Simon. Have you run into any troubleshooting related stories? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, every single time I hear the word troubleshooting, I get a shiver down my spine uh, as I remember some of the some of the realities. <laughs> and I, my guess is that everybody who's listening to this as who actually looks after networks will have some stories of their own. We've all got them. I remember uh, some really big campus networks I had uh, responsibility for. And, you know, you get an outbreak of a, a broadcast storm or worse still, I think the worst one I ever encountered was a port flapping issue, which if you're not familiar with that, that's that's where... Uh, a, a physical port like a, an Ethernet port or a fiber optic port, uh, it's the 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 mechanicals of it or the the electronics behind it start to fail, and so what happens is that the port goes, starts going up and down, and the network protocols go absolutely crazy trying to fix this problem, and uh, it, until you figure that out, it can take you an enormous amount of uh, time and pain to to understand. Uh, the root cause of that. So anything that we can do to improve the visibility and and really uh, just just make it easier for, for administrators, this crystal ball effect that Jeevan mentioned, I think we should use that more in our marketing, actually, Jeevan. I think that's a, a nice way of thinking about it. Meraki is like a crystal ball on your network. Um, that's That's got to be that's got to be a good one. So, so um, Jeevan, what, what, um, what kind of issues do we see? Um, so we, this is what we've experienced, you and me, uh, but we've we've been hearing also, of course, from our own customers uh, to help inform the development of our own products. And you know, what are the, what are the typical other challenges that you've come across? Yeah, I think one of the benefits that you know we we get in Meraki is you know we have an incredible wish list that's on every single page right. of our dashboard, yep. and then pretty much every customer and partner actually provides us great suggestions. So we keep uh, track of all of these. You know, and plus all the conversations that you and me and all the product team actually have with the customers, that actually forms the basis of our, you know, future innovations. But to be honest, I mean, this particular case, you know, we actually talked a lot with our, you know, even our support team, you know, and, and we get so many incredible um, ideas. But mm-hmm. I think to me, the, the most telling ones are the stories every time I visit my customers. I still remember there is, um, I... I'm walking over to the, um, this is a school, you know, I can't remember, it was a K through 12. And the poor IT administrator is sitting on his desk and has four different monitors sitting around the desk. And I can still remember uh, this guy trying to figure out, you know, I'm staring at one screen having the CLI of a switch, the second one having a web UI for wireless LAN controller, the third one having 
some sort of uh, interface for the router. I believe it was a third CLI. Mm. And the fourth one was trying to look at some form of applications. There was no correlation between all these different screens, uh, each one you know, probably belonging to a different company. And this poor guy had the job of trying to put together, is the problem on the client, on the AP, on the switch, or the router, or is it the application? Mm-hmm. It is an incredibly painful experience. Mm-hmm. I think we've I think we've done a very good job of painting that picture, and I think uh, <laughs> once again, I'm sure everybody who's listening will will have, be remembering and uh, you know maybe maybe having having palpitations remembering some of the uh, the realities that they've had to deal with in the past. So we 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 mentioned that we we think we have this great solution at Meraki, and and I think that's very fair and probably well understood by now. But there's always room for improvement. So what are we doing to help? improve our uh, our solutions to these kind of problems at Meraki? So actually, just like we spoke at the very beginning, we actually introduced uh, two new amazing solutions. One is Meraki Health, and the second one is Meraki Insight. Meraki Health actually gives you a network-wide view of things, and Meraki Insight actually gives you the application view of things. Right. Really incredible. And we're going to dive into those in a bit more detail, but I do want to just quickly double check something because some of the people who are listening, I'm sure, will be familiar with a tool that we added to our wireless platform uh, a couple of years ago now called Wireless Health. And so that that one we we understand um, reasonably well, but we could maybe recap that and, and, and really explain why we've kind of renamed it as Meraki Health, what's actually changed to, to cause that sort of rebrand. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's not really a rebrand. This is actually an incredible amount of uh, expansion and, and uh, increase in scope mm-hmm. that's actually made us to call this Meraki Health. So look, I mean, one of the things that you will hear, you know, is every single, you know, customer will tell you, every single vendor will tell you that most of the time the issues is not in wireless. So while, you know, we introduced wireless health over a year ago, it was incredibly popular, and we've seen, you know, every single customer actually exercise wireless health page, you know, multiple times mm-hmm. to try and diagnose this. You know, what's their issue in their network? I mean, and and it was really good with a combination of the layer two, layer three topology that we have on the switching side, a single dashboard to see everything, you know, packet capture at every instance. It was already pretty great. But, you know, there was something still missing. You know, I think, you know, think about this. We still had to um, go to various tabs to try and figure out what's happening on the switch, what's happening on the wireless, what's happening on the uh, security appliance. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's still like, you know, somewhat disparate and we were not able to really uh, figure things out and troubleshoot it. Even on the wireless side, one of the challenges I always had is we were getting a great view with wireless health at the SSID level, you know, we could see at what phase of the connection, you know, is the is the client really failing most of the time? And then once the connectivity is done, how's the performance happening? But it was only at the SSID level. You know, that's not how really um, customers look at it and debug and troubleshoot it. So that's the reason we wanted to do massive investment into this area and go even more deeper and really expand the scope, Simon. 
Right, and it's it's going really beyond the just the wireless. I mean, that's the key thing I think for us to stress is that this is the wireless and wired and all of the elements that connect together to impact. Uh, and and to your point earlier on, uh, Jeevan, you were saying that people always blame the Wi-Fi. It's so true, and uh, I, I hear that regularly myself at work and in my personal life as well. Oh, the Wi-Fi is down or something like that, and it very rarely is. Uh, so we we have these ability this ability to really get much closer to understand exactly where a problem uh, might be occurring. So so what is so great about the approach that we take to 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 do this? So I think uh, with respect to Meraki Health, I think what is incredible is first and foremost, you know, look, a typical call happens this way. You know, um, you might be the end user and you'll call me up and say, look, I'm having issues with my network connection mm. and you might just call up and say you might not be able to exactly explain what the issue is and i'm going to say okay no problem Meraki simon i'm going to look you up so i'm going to first go to the dashboard i'm going to type it in i'm going to first look up your client and then i'll see okay simon is a um, mac guy so he's got a great macbook pro so i'm going to start the view all the way from the client on the client page itself we've actually added in a new couple of screens. First thing I'm going to see is the ability for me to see Simon is connected from his MacBook Pro to the Z3 in his house to, you know, something else, you know, that's going all the way back. Or if you are, you know, working from somewhere else, we would, from a remote office, we would be able to see Simon connected to an access point, connected to an access switch, connected to another switch, connected to uh, security right. appliance yep. and be able to see the complete, you know, bird's eye view of things. Not just that, we are actually able to go deeper into this and show link by link. So you talked about the port flapping, like a typical example that we were able to see is between the access point and the access switch, we are able to see, you know, different kinds of, uh, you know, issues or errors. You know, we are able to identify, isolate, and speak, you know, in English with the IT administrators with us. Mm -hmm. So that's that's incredibly, incredibly innovative. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, we don't handle this the same way as everybody else, right? This is a. I think I think one of my favorite aspects of this is, you know, the way that we we basically we include this, right? This is completely included with yes. the with the um, with the products that people buy. Yeah, I mean, I think what's great about this is like people ask me hey, I have like a seven-year-old access point and they're like super hesitant because like, you know, most of the other uh, companies, they end up sort of saying, oh, you can only get it with the latest access points. You need to buy Wi-Fi 6 access point to get it. You need to buy an advanced license to get it. You know, you need to learn this new uh, application. You know, it's a new tool, new screens and everything. What's incredible about this is like, look, I've got customers that have purchased an access point 10 years ago. And as long as you have an access point that's up and running, your license is still good. You know, you are actually able to access Meraki Health to actually troubleshoot all the way across your network with this. That is incredible. To me, no new screens to learn. You just get more, you know, for the same price bundled in. The crystal ball. Yeah, and I think I think what's what's amazing with the crystal ball is like you you just don't get the bird's eye view. There is like remember how you talked about the port flapping 
at the switch level, we are actually able to show you if Simon is sitting at his desk, and I still remember the desk, man, we, we sat, what is it, six feet away from each other? Seems a long time Something ago like now. That. <laughs> That's a long time ago, <laughs> a couple months ago. Yep. But it's like, imagine, right? There was an access point behind me, and there's another access point that's behind you. And imagine if your MacBook Pro was bouncing between the different access points down there. In the past, you know, as an IT administrator, there was no way for anybody to debug or troubleshoot this. Now, if you go to Simon's uh, MacBook Pro, I'll be able to see what screen, what access point are you connected to, and is it bouncing between different access points? That is incredible. You know, I, I just find that like amazing. Definitely a lot I mean, better than going through pages and pages of event logs, uh, or you know, that's right. ne network uh, network dumps that we've uh, I'm sure many of us have seen. Oh, now you've gotten me started on my favorite thing, right? I mean, the yeah. log, log files, right? I mean, essentially, anytime you went to the log screens, I mean, we never spoke English. It was all 802.1x language, mm -hmm. and it was fine for. You know, somebody like me, somebody like you with engineering in their background, somebody who's done packet captures and being able to debug and sort of, you know, troubleshoot that language. But for a lot of our, you know, customers that are like, you know, either part-time librarians managing the network of a K through 12, or you might have a small business owner who's like, you know, unicorn, you know, managing customer uh, point of sales to you know the IT in the spare time. Yep. It was incredibly hard. We've actually started converting it into English, and what it means like it it would literally say Simon typed in the wrong password. <laughs> yeah, instead of something really crazy. Yes, the whole sort of um, um, natural language processing type stuff. They uh, just making it simpler, and that's that's really the the Meraki mantra all the way down the road. I think. Um, exactly. Okay, so, so health is definitely like one of the big ones. What's the other you mentioned earlier, Meraki Insight? Uh, so I think we may have done an episode on Meraki Insight. It's quite a while ago now. Uh, so I think there's that. So there'll definitely be some folks here who are familiar with it. But maybe just let's do a quick recap on what Meraki Insight is and how it contrasts with Meraki Health. That's a great question, and I'm pretty sure. You might have gotten Shashwa to to talk about Meraki Insight right, a few yeah. months ago. Yeah, this is incredible, incredible innovation. Um, so, look, Meraki Insight actually is a perfect complement to Meraki Health. So, while Meraki Health gives you an idea of the network view of things, this is where you, I mean, with Meraki Insight, you can actually get the application, you know, experience part of it, and which is a perfect complement to it. Now, an example of this would be. Um, you know, Office 365 could be an application. Um, your favorite application could be Gmail. Mm -hmm. And we are trying to figure out, you know, what is the experience of Simon while sitting in a sales office in San Francisco um, and trying to connect to Gmail. Yeah, and, that's so the, actually, and just really quickly on that, sorry to interrupt you, Jeevan, but... The, 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 this is, a, I think, a point that's worth stressing is that we're really talking about applications that are hosted elsewhere. So we are relying on the network to bring those applications to us rather than running them locally on our own computer. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is where some of the examples that I've gave, given, these are not really hosted. They're not like the um, 
um, applications that you host in your own data center or something, this is where we are able to actually monitor um, the public cloud type of application that we talked about. Mm -hmm. So this is like a perfect complement because the whole world is starting to transition towards these types of applications. And, you know, we call this digitalization, Simon. Did I get that right? Well done. <laughs> Thank you. I spent, uh, I spent my whole life um, trying to, to make sure people are saying digitalization instead of digitization, which is literally turning things into ones and zeros. Uh, so um, Jeevan, exactly. Jeevan's a, a, an expert now in that one. <laughs> uh, it just took one and a half year to right. for Simon to correct, correct me 15 times a day. <laughs> but uh, I think what, what is the most exciting to me about Meraki Insight is this is where we are sort of, you know, really starting to create an intelligent baseline per customer, you know, using the data. You know, I got to tell you this secret, Simon. I joined Meraki because of the incredible amount of data that we get worldwide. Mm -hmm. I mean, every single day, Simon, this blows my mind. We've got 150 million clients connecting to our dashboard. And, you know, we get an incredible amount of, you know, um, data, you know, that we can actually then uh, run all sorts of machine learning algorithms into and sort of, you know, really sort of, create um, amazing outcomes as a result of this. You know, Simon, we've never talked about all the machine learning and artificial intelligence capabilities because ultimately we are just focused on the customer outcomes part of it. But what's really amazing to me with this is we are able to automatically create a baseline with this. Mm -hmm. And this is really, I mean, it, we're, we're really talking about metadata here, aren't we? The, the, the kind of data that lets us understand uh, the application experience that our customers are having in a very sort of anonymized way, uh, so that we yeah. can we can basically help it inform how how we design these products. Absolutely. I mean, I think the example that I that I was chatting with you about, right? I mean, imagine if you're sitting in a sales office and trying to access Gmail, and we had a blog about this as well, Simon, mm. uh, a while back. I remember there was some time when some of the Gmail servers were down and we were monitoring those. So we were, our IT team was able to identify and essentially troubleshoot those, you know, immediately using Meraki Insight. So what is tough about this is imagine if your Gmail is really slow today, you don't know what's the baseline that you should expect, right? I mean, you might be sitting at your home right now or you might be sitting at a, you know, um, at the Meraki headquarters and then if you've got, um, you know, your Gmail performance, it's, it's basically taking uh, 83 kilobits per second. Mm. Is that really good? Is that really bad? Nobody knows that. I mean, you and I are geeks at heart. We are engineers, but we still don't know if it's the right thing. But what's amazing about the new automatic baselining with Meraki Insights is you can actually get an automatic baseline that's built per customer network, per branch. Right. So you know when your, when your performance of this application is according to your baseline or it goes below the baseline. So this is and an important... Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is an important distinction, isn't it? So we're, we're, we're talking about really two things. There's the, there's the defaults that we 
have uh, provided our own intelligence for to say, look, this is typical performance for this type of application uh, and that any customer might experience. But the the baselining, uh, if I understand what you're saying correctly, is is much more localized. This is about your own network, your own experience of an application uh, in your own network situation. Is that right? Did I get that right? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's really two different uh, items to this, and we continue to innovate on this. And and Simon, this is where like I'm so passionate about this. This is incredibly interesting. Like everybody else uses the buzzwords around machine learning and artificial intelligence. To me, I'm so excited because using the anonymized metadata, we're able to create a very relevant, useful capability for customers. So you can understand when you're in the red or when you're in the green. Mm -hmm. And that's so easy that you know anybody can understand it. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing better. I mean, if you could possibly improve on a crystal ball, it would be with traffic lights that just have a red light or a green light. So that's, that sounds like a <laughs> great step forward. Um, it just proves that you can always improve on whatever you have. Uh, so so this is something which uh, which we've just launched, right? So customers can presumably deploy this uh, when? Anytime now, I guess. Right now. Right now. If you have wireless, uh, if you have any of the Meraki dashboard, you know, uh, with the various different uh, devices you can actually play with them right away mm, that's awesome and and i think the other thing also uh, we have spoken on a number of uh, meraki unboxed episodes about our api story it's something that we're very proud of and we've been really putting a lot of time and effort into uh, so just to be clear we've mostly talked about the the dashboard experience here and it's it is fantastic this this sort of graphical view on things and the, the traffic lighting we talked about um, but but presumably we can support this with APIs as well. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Simon, as you know, Meraki is an API-first company, and then essentially uh, all of this capability that we talked about, you can definitely exercise it on APIs as well. This makes it incredibly scalable. So think about you know large customers. Think about partners, MSPs that actually exercise our capabilities using APIs this is available for them as well. Mm. It's, it's just amazing. All right. It's a nice story. And I, I would imagine if there's anybody who's listening who hasn't tried it already and they have a Meraki network, then uh, clearly they're going to want to get involved and try and uh, try this out for themselves. Uh, you may well just be able to log into the dashboard and, and just try it. But uh, where can people learn more if they want to sort of follow up on today's episode? I think uh, there is going to be a plethora of, uh, you know, uh, different... Uh, opportunities for people to learn. First and foremost, uh, we are at a time of Cisco Live US is, mm. is digital as well. So you can actually see a variety of different sessions that are going to be demoing this. All the way up to Todd is going to be talking about this. This is just incredible. I can't wait to see him present our new toys. Uh, you can actually hear various different webinars uh, that are on our website. You can actually read up on the blogs on this. There's various documentation website. I mean, there is, there's various videos being created. It's just incredible, Simon. Yeah, and and the, I, the Cisco Live one is worth just giving a quick shout out to as a, I guess a little plug because uh, this time, obviously, for reasons that we all understand extremely well, uh, Cisco Live is not an in-person event as it usually is. But the great news about that is that Cisco's made the decision to take it virtual, put it online, but most importantly of all, to make it absolutely free. Uh, so anybody 
who is listening to this show or anybody else who would like to uh, join Cisco Live to hear a lot of fantastic information uh, from right across Cisco. Uh, your opportunity to do that is coming up very soon, right at the beginning of June. Uh, so if you just go along to ciscolive.com, uh, all the information you're going to need is right there to get registered. Uh, and I think you'll find that'll be a very good use of your time. And like I said, completely free of charge, online experience. You can just sit at home in your pajamas or whatever you like to wear around the house and learn all about the very best technology that we have at Cisco. And that will include the stuff that we've covered today. All right, Jeevan, I, we'll, uh, I think we'll wrap it up there. That's been a really nice, succinct uh, overview. Thank you very much for your help with that. Thank you, Simon. And really hoping to hear from all of all of your listeners about it. Hopefully they enjoyed it. Every time I talk to Jeevan about uh, being on the show again, uh, the first thing he always says to me is, I'll do it as long as you promise me we'll get more listeners uh, than we had uh, last time and, and more than anybody else has had. He's got a real competitive streak. Um, Jeevan, we're, we're working on one, it. Simon. You want to be number one. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's see what we can do with that. So, all right, that, that means I can I can ask everybody on the show here to uh, to help out with that exercise. So if you are enjoying Meraki Unboxed, it'd be fantastic if you could share it with uh, those that you know who may also find it useful and interesting. We really do want to uh, make sure that this is valuable to you. It's so important to us. Um, so we're, we know that we have sort of many hundreds of regular subscribers to the podcast, and I'm so grateful to you all for, for staying with us. Um, and, and like I said, this really is being done for your benefit. So if you'd like us to cover a specific topic, I really would appreciate you to just reach out and let us know. Uh, and if you'd like to be on the show, once again, that's absolutely open to you as an opportunity. Uh, and there's a couple of ways you can contact us. The Meraki community site is always a good one to let us know uh, what you think of the show there and discuss it with others as well, including the topics that we're talking about. And that's at community.meraki.com. Uh, and then alternatively, if you want to get hold of me directly, the easiest way to do that is just to send me a tweet at Meraki Simon, uh, and that will find its way to me. And uh, I will certainly be very happy to hear from you and would love to get you engaged uh, more in the show. All right, so we're going to wrap things up now. Uh, Jeevan, thank you once again for joining us. It's been fantastic. And we'll get another episode together with you uh, before too much longer. And for everybody else, thank you again for tuning in. We look forward to welcoming you back to Meraki Unboxed in another couple of weeks. Uh, so that's all we have for now. And uh, stay well. Get out there and try and enjoy as much of the fresh air and warm sunshine of summer as you can. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>